At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Testing. 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 One, two, three. Boner. I don't know shit about fuck. I like sucking, but I ain't gay gay. Legit fat podcast. Welcome to Buck Carl's Jr. Oh yeah. Fuck off. Welcome to Costco. I love you. All right, well, let's just uh, get started then. We don't um, know where our guests are, so I'm super glad you guys so came So thanks, on. guys. We appreciate it. Uh, welcome so to Legit Bat. Thursday edition. Uh, second Thursday, according to Sir Seat Sitter. No, Sunday is the second Thursday. Oh, first first Thursday. This then, is yeah. actually Thursday. Yeah, that's according to No Agenda. I didn't come up with that one. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sir Seat Sitter. Hello. Sir Seat Sitter. I've seen I'm a lot of you. Jen's here with me. Hello. Ben made it again, mostly because I uh, I reminded him about five minutes before the show, so that's cool. And then we got Sir Seat Suter from Abs in a Six Pack. What's going on, brother? Not much, man. Happy to be here. And if, I think we mentioned on the last show, but we went on Abs in a Six Pack a couple weeks ago. And where can you listen to that, dude? I, I think I fucked that up last time. You can listen on Spotify. Is... It's on Spotify, CurioCaster, Podverse stitcher all the stuff other than itunes no itunes but you the easiest way to get there is shitmyass.com <laughs> yeah sorry i can't believe you got that domain that's fucking amazing <laughs> anyway we went, on, we went on that show with barbs <laughs> who we just had on the last show and they both agreed to come back on welcome back barbs barbs thank you so much for having me on last time was great one of the best like episodes fucking great fucking fun show so thank you for having me on again Hell yeah. Well, Absolutely. why don't you guys start out uh, telling people where they can find your show, Chris? I mean, Sir Seat Sitter. I can I can bleep that out if you want. Chris is Chris is fine. No, Chris. Uh, it's Chris is my. Uh, it's easier to say than anything else. So yeah. Um, yeah. Name. Uh, shitmyass.com is really the. And you go up, go up to the top right. You got the link to Spotify. You got the greatest hits page, which has uh, uh, deep dives on everything from harp to school shootings to uh all kinds of topical episodes as well as interviews with like david ike and um all kinds of people i've talked to so Jan Irvin, david so, ike was the yeah. shit he's great pretty cool yeah yeah he's uh, great but yeah so yeah shipmyass.com that's the that's the best way to get to everything you need to go go to the top right drop down menu it's value for value no ads ever i'm sorry but can you oh, imagine yeah. somebody just accidentally opening up your search history and it's not even it's not even like a weird like porn thing it's just no 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 he's a podcaster yeah it's shitmyass.com it's bro a it's page even I worse love than that. going to my buddy was telling people because my buddy enjoys the podcast and he was he kept telling people to go to it 
He's like, yeah, I've been, dude, he, and he comes to me and he goes, dude, I've been telling everybody to go to eatmyass.com. And I was like, I don't know where that's taking people because that's not my URL. So that's, he's probably sending people to a porn link. That's a know. whole other rabbit hole, yeah. if you know what I'm yeah. talking about. That's a different domain name for sure. Uh, Barbs, tell us where we can find you because you're still not on the Instagrams or anything, right? Just uh, No, I'm not on the Instagrams. I uh, still banned from Twitter. Uh, I'm in the market to buy an account. So if anyone wants to sell me theirs, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, the Chinese uh, propaganda website that's brainwashing our youth, uh, Barbs versus the world. Let me brainwash you a little bit. And then um, my YouTube channel, again, Barbs versus the world or like Barbs comedy. You could search up one or the other. They both pop up some little stupid Ghislaine Maxwell sketches who we haven't seen in a very long time and we don't even know if she's in prison or not so we can get into that mm, yes well let's start off with uh since we talked about it pre-show Barb was asking about the Mar-a-Lago raid with Trump and I know it's been all over the place everybody talked about it but we I just have no it. idea what's going on with it like anything I read is just very confusing I know they like went in in like the wee hours of the morning a few weeks ago and now they're doing something about a warrant they're like concerned about and then it's everyone was against cops but now we're pro fbi so it's like a little confusing to me all the left pro FBI. well yeah yeah well the left is against the cops but they're pro fbi now i love the feds they love kind of feds it reminds me of the feds they don't want warrants apparently if you expect the cops to have a warrant to go into your home now you're automatically guilty if you want the cops because if you're not guilty you shouldn't be worried if they have a warrant or not i've read that as well you know what's weird about that though isn't this the same group of people that were against the no-knock raids with the briona taylor Mm -hmm. the same ones are about no-knock raids well it's because they're black i'm sure but now if it's trump no-knock raids are totally fine they could actually shoot him in the face and that would be cool too gun him down unarmed his son too let's kill his like 15 year old son while we're at it that's okay it it yeah. seems like trump knew it was coming because they didn't find anything they're looking for it if you are to believe the hype around it trump's got something that that the fbi really wants like where well, he, whether he's got like jfk documents or something he took that he's got something they want and they didn't find it when they raided but the no agenda take which i thought was very interesting about two days after the raid they uh korean Dvorak came on there and they think this whole thing was a essentially a publicity stunt to uh launch the hype around trump's 2024 presidential run because and if that's the case it worked because it the it united the right around trump and even centrists were like well this is fucked i i've talked to people just would bring it up to me that i know that don't really follow politics and they're like well this makes me want to vote for trump so yeah. I well I think it was uh I don't think that it was a ruse on his part. I do believe uh there's a little bit more in depth because I watched several news articles on it right after it happened. Long story short, there were pictures of him carrying about 15 boxes um out of the White House when he left uh January 7th. Was he and, he was he personally was carrying them or had other people carry them? Both both uh okay. they took the helicopter from the helicopter what if it was outside. just his socks and undies like what, what if it was just his personal it wasn't belonging? but here's like... the thing is that every president <laughs> takes documents so this uh news article I, sh- I read showed the last i think all the way back to george bush senior or uh reagan um they all take documents out and the, the whole thing is is that they were looking for classified documents but the thing that they were looking for had already been subpoenaed to him to submit to congress basically saying hey we know you took documents out 
we want you to show us it to make sure that it's not anything classified. Well, here's the other thing that I ended up learning uh, from Ben Shapiro, who, and he's a Harvard law graduate. He's a lawyer. Very intelligent man. Very intelligent man. And uh, even if you don't like his stance, and I don't agree with him on fuck a lot of things, but I I love his mind. And uh, he said, so here's the thing. The idea of classified or declassified documents is literally one of the president's powers. He has the power to classify or declassify certain information. So had he taken classified, quote unquote, and this is happens a lot, quote unquote, classified documents from the White House. It doesn't mean they were still classified when he took them. It also doesn't mean that he didn't declassify them before he took them. Now, there is the whole thing about possible, and they put it all over the fucking news. Of course, every dumb news agency was word vomiting out potential nuclear classified documents. That is highly untrue. But then you have to go into what is a classified nuclear document? Is it talking about nuclear stuff that has been declassified that everybody knows or is it classified documentation that is not a threat to national security it has just been classified which again he has the right to take if it was during his presidency because there's this whole presidential fucking act thing that has to do with them taking documents out of it so long story short he took documents out they don't know whether they were classified or not how sensitive of the materials that they were but on top of that um he was already working with Congress on the subpoena to get those documents to them. The raid ended up being pushed through by the same AG that he had appointed while he was president. Yeah, I read that. So there's a lot of fuckery that's going on with it. At the same time, I don't diminish the idea that it's like, okay, if there was a raid that was necessary, and this is obviously the big turning point for a lot of people is that, Let's say that they were in the right, that they didn't do anything wrong. Let's say the the Bureau didn't do anything wrong in raiding his house. Okay. Why could that same raid not have happened on Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop and Hillary Clinton's emails? Because here's the real twist. Hillary's 33,000 emails were on a digital computer with a digital footprint and path on an unsecured server. He has paper physical documents that we don't know for sure the contents are sensitive or not that he was already working with giving them over so the hypocrisy on that level is what most people are freaking out about if it hadn't if the whole hunter laptop and the hillary clinton emails had never been a thing a lot of people probably would have been on board with the raid but at the same time it's such a an this is again been everywhere. It's such a massive disgrace because no former president, all of which have taken documents out of the White House, has ever been raided for documents, much less documents that were already subpoenaed for. So that's kind of the fucked up part. Wow. Doesn't the fact that it was Trump's own appointed AG? that pushed that raid through Lynn more credence yeah. to the fact that this was Trump probably had prior knowledge of it and maybe even orchestrated the event to hype up. Uh, Cause this really galvanized like a lot of the country in support of Trump and like re and, like, cause it, it like, it seems like there was no benefit for the deep state quote unquote. And it was all the benefit of this raid went to the MAGA crowd. 
I think it may have been, but I think that the way that it happened isn't the way that you're thinking of. I don't think that he had a hand in the raid. I think what he did was he purported rumors that he had classified documents to force their hand into doing something he knew would ultimately bring people over to his side. One of those like, oh, yeah, I got classified documents. Let's start. Let's start the conspiracy train that I have nuclear documents. Yeah. let's say that i'm let's not that. following through with my subpoena and kind of gets that ball rolling and uncle joe and that like, takes oh. on a life of its own after exactly. that that takes and on so a life they of push its own. it and so right. technically the raid himself he didn't have a hand on except for in the idea of divulging information that led to the raid so that he can actually wash his hands and say i had nothing to do with the raid look that like would I'm make being him like, look a they're lot persecuting better. me they're persecuting me right. they are they're coming after me this is something that all presidents do but of course it's me so they're gonna try and yeah he okay. did his own controlled opposition without ever having to lift a physical fingerprint okay I, that makes a lot more I, sense to me that explanation I've liked, like i've also liked this idea that uh has been tossed around i don't know how much validity it has but uh this idea that there's been a mole around in trump's inner circle that's been leaking stuff and so he fed at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, at Mar-a-Lago. And so he fed fake, completely fake information. I guess this is similar to what you just said, but he fed completely fake information to them and uh, like separate fake information to each person at Mar-a-Lago. And that way, whatever the FBI thought they had, that way he could they could identify who the mole was based on the information that the well, FBI and- thought he had. Oh, if you really want to think about it, it very well is a possibility that he constructed all of this by design to be forced to find out who was the mole in his house in the first instead place. of them finding out. Yeah, Dude, some spy like shit. So there's a lot of different angles that this is like you could look at this from and like a lot of different lenses. These which make a lot more sense than what would be presented to you. Oh, of course. And I'm all up in the spy shit right now because I found a phone in the toilet tank at my work. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> that's, yeah. some, that's some good, that's some good tea. I, oh, I straight, that. like I always wear a hat at work because fuck it. And I, I swear to God, it turned into like the double build. I had the shawl cape and I was like, no. Um. So yeah, I found a fucking phone in the toilet tank after taking a massive shit, which I could not flush. Was so, the phone in a Ziploc bag or was it just waterlogged? Nope. As a matter of fact, it was a nice iPhone uncracked with the OtterBox case and mold all over it, which immediately told me that it was had been in there for quite a while. So long story short, it's an industrial. It's an industrial shitter. It's got a motor to force the water in. And so the inside of the tank, rather than empty and just a chain that goes down to the flappy do thing, it's an actual motor and it's got a, like a torsion bar that it connects to on the uh, lever. Well, the torsion bar had come off and fell down. So I couldn't flush my courtesy flush my shit when somebody walked in, which, by the way, it was a burrito bandito leftover shit. It was not a good one to not courtesy flush because poop needed is to funny. So I turn around, open up the tank and I'm like trying to find where the bar connects. And I see what I thought was just one of those uh, self or uh, self disintegrating uh, urinal cakes. Like the ones that you put in, it turns the water blue so that it constantly is cleaning the inside of the bowl without you ever having to touch the nasties. But no, instead I find out it's a phone. And so I'm like, well, fuck, dude. So I pull it out and I put it on the ground. I'm like, okay, well, now that I just had to bend over my shit to flush it. And now I have a phone. So put the tank back on, make sure it's working. I had Ziploc bags in my uh, 
my lunchbox. And so I take it and I put the phone inside of it, wash my hands, grab a paper towel, pick up the bag, take it to my boss. And I'm like, hey, so I just took a real bad shit and couldn't flush. So I opened up the tank and it's got a motor inside of it. And I found this phone. And he's looking at it like this. And I go, any ideas? And he goes, yeah, actually, I think I have a couple. I'm like, no way. He goes, yeah, go ahead and go put it in my office. So I go and I put it in his He's office. Regular. He comes up to me later and he goes, so before you started working here, shortly after I started working here, we had this um, warehouse tech, which is the position I started out on before I got promoted, is that he's like, and we used to get into it a lot. And long story short, we got really into it one day in the office and I stormed out. And when I came back to the office, my company phone was gone. Well, they always give managers company phones. It's always an Apple and it's always in an OtterBox. And so he's like, and I ran up and down saying somebody had taken my phone. Everybody said I was paranoid. Everybody said everybody, you know, I'm always worried about somebody stabbing me in the back, blah, blah, blah. He goes, so year and a half later, mystery solved. That's for sure. My old work phone. I'm like, that is so petty. That is. (laughs) Does it work? That is so petty. God, no. Tom Petty. Oh, really? That is amazing to to gaslight someone so hard into literally taking their phone, hiding it into a toilet tank, and got everyone around them telling them they're paranoid. That is brilliant. That is some sadistic shit. That is fucked up, is what it is. I love that. I might do that. that. How how did we go from um, talking about Mar a Lago to talk about poop here? Oh, spy shit. We were talking about spy shit. Sorry. Oh, oh, hey, right. our guests okay. are here. Well, let me, well we can't we attack a president. Uh, and before we do any more sound drops, uh, we got our, our brothers in here. What's up, you guys? Hi. What's going on, y'all? Yo, what's up? Sorry about that. Sorry. Oh, no worries. I, I decided not to go live anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You guys are uh, you're right on time. We're just bullshitting. So uh, uh, introduce yourself. This is Cult of Conspiracy. You guys introduce yourself and your show. Um, well, my name's Jonathan, and uh, we uh, this is Jacob, Yo. and we run the Cult of Conspiracy podcast. We've been up and at it for about two years now, going over just literally any conspiracy that, uh, you know, we've, we've gone over a bunch of older conspiracies and stuff like that, a bunch of the uh, the nostalgic ones. No doubt. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it seems nowadays, I mean, there's nothing that isn't a conspiracy, so it keeps us busy. So nice. now we'll do talk about government conspiracies and things of that nature, but we also talk about spiritual warfare. We talk about the ethereal a lot, interdimensional shit. He's a licensed hypnotherapist, so we talk about theta state of, of mind and things like that. I'm also a veteran and a Christian, so I come at things from a different angle than he does, but we kind of balance each other out because he's more of a, I would say, free spirit hippie vibe. And not more of a logic vibe, but at the same time, when we each come to our own conclusion and they match up when it comes to conspiracies and what the elites are up to, it really makes for a good dynamic, I think. I like you guys, and thank you for your service. I greatly appreciate it. No doubt. No doubt. So let me introduce you. We got Sir Seat Sitter from Abs in a Six Pack, and then we got Barbs versus the World. She's a internet comedian, <clears throat> TikTok. <clears throat> nice. And, and well. a bartender. Don't forget bartender. And then Ben, he's just our co-host. He doesn't do anything. He, he doesn't matter. I don't. Um, <laughs> I show up and I look here. dumb. Heard that. All right. So where's everybody based out of? So we're uh, in North is... California. North California, like where? Oaktown or more? No, no, no. no. Like two hours south of Oregon. Two oh, hours north shit. of Sacramento. Oh, so you're like in like Rednecksville, North Cal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
All right, where? Who else? I'm out of Brooklyn, out of New York City. Okay, I spent a good amount of time in Brooklyn when I lived up in D.C. We were always making trips up to New York, so nice. Gotcha. It's a shithole. I'm assuming you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, I'm not, but I thank you. I take that as a compliment. Wow. I'm Polish Ukrainian. Did not see that coming. Not gonna lie. I'm a Polish Jew. Yeah, but thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. Usually, people from Brooklyn with a darker complexion are just naturally and the hoops Puerto and the hair. I get it. No, I totally right, right, I right. totally like like I totally like Latin like Latin bait like Spanish bait. Trying to be the new Rachel Dolezal. Honestly, that's like a career move. <laughs> you only got to worry if she starts taking her hoops off. That's when you got to right. run. That's universal Brooklyn. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. All right. So who you're else? Jewish, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm in Tennessee. I'm okay, from Tennessee, part? and I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, East Tennessee, Knoxville area. Uh, okay. I've lived all over Tennessee, though. Good shit. Good shit. I got some people that stay out that way that I served with. So, yeah, gorgeous country. It's great, dude. Tennessee's – I have no complaints about it other than this summer was pretty humid. But other than that, I love Tennessee. In Knoxville? No way. I don't want to hear shit. We're in Louisiana. Hot and humid is a state of. Oh, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've been to I've been to New Orleans, and yeah, it's pretty bad there too. It felt like New Orleans though. This whole freaking summer, dude. It was way worse than it has been. This whole was... state is the devil's taint, dude. You know what? <laughs> you, you look, you're a Yankee, and you just have become acclimatized. Okay, just get used to it. I was born in this shit. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I'm very happy. I don't have to claim this place. Oh, fucking uh, nice. Wait, what place was it that you guys said you're from? Or are at right now? Uh, right out, yeah, right outside of Baton Rouge. So, lived in Jacksonville for two years, drove through Louisiana. Joe and I, when we were teenagers, spent a week in Knoxville. So, that's that shit's funny. Joe and I have also been for four days to New York City. So, I think so far, we've at least dipped our... We've at least teabagged a few of the spots <laughs> that you guys ha are uh, at. And, uh, yeah, humidity. You know what's funny? After living in California, we are one of the top five driest counties in the nation. Um, oh, I'm so jealous. When was the last time we saw double digits that wasn't like 0% humidity? Oh, two weeks? Uh, I, I would say two months. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty much triple digits for the past two months. We have zero to usually zero to 15% humidity. It's the difference between slow boiling a frog, which is what I experienced in Jacksonville, um, and frying bacon. We are the bacon. Sir, we had, in the last, what, five days, we've had six inches of rain, and it has not gone below 85 degrees even tonight. Uh, oh. I don't okay, remember gross. the last time we went two straight days without rain. Right. I don't remember Like, that. that doesn't fucking happen. It's yeah. summertime no. in Louisiana, man. Every day at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, we I'm will I recently was living in North Florida for about seven months and yeah. the weather there on the dot every fucking day, every afternoon, thunderstorms, rain. Between three and four o'clock. It's yep. it's insane. literally right outside of Jacksonville, like a little bit further yeah. south of Jacksonville. Be, That's right on the I'm coast. And it was brutal. It's I-10. It's the entirety of I-10 until you hit Yes. Texas. They're their own it entire. Is. But you talk about Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, and Florida in that I-10 strip. Every yep. no, you're absolutely right. It's a fucking weather, and thing. that's exactly what we did. Was we left in May, and we we took the ten all the way over, and yeah. the whole time we were doing it, you know, we'd stop at a new state, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, dude, we've gone like three states. I'm also from the West Coast, where the states are massive, so I'm like, dude, we've gone through three states. Surely, surely the climate's changed. It's like, no, you're in the Gulf, motherfucker. 
We're in the same biodome, homie. You got to get ready for some moss and coral growing on your ass crack. That's why I loved Colorado, man, because it it was drier than Madonna's pussy over there. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) When it was hot or when it was cold, there wasn't any cold rains or like, it's like, you know, because you, you you can handle the cold, a dry cold, and you can handle definitely a dry heat, but it's the humidity that really fucks you. See, people like, don't realize the north, the northeast does have really bad humidity. Like you could tell, like you could call us pussies for like complaining about it or something. But it's been ninety, like the past three days in fucking New York City, with the smell of hot garbage and piss everywhere, with like almost a hundred percent humidity, where it's disgusting. Like sweat down your ass crack after walking two blocks. Yeah, that was the <laughs> thing about going to New York. The the thing I remember the most is that it smells like hot garbage asshole mixed with like, rubber exhaust. and, exhaust and, and uh, smelly. I don't get a breath of fresh air ever. I literally do not ever get a breath of fresh air. Like no. when I say I need to step out and get some air, like when I'm feeling overwhelmed with something, it's like, yeah, I'm just gonna be breathing in fumes, like pollution, whatever is going on around me. I'll smoke Orleans a doobie just to freshen it. Literally. New Orleans is the same way. Bourbon Street, you could probably smell that one street by like three blocks away. You know how close you are to the party. It's year round like yeah. that shit. And you're right yeah. about how no one knows how the Northeast struggles with the humidity. So when I was stationed in DC, right? In the summer, it would be in the 90s, 100% humidity because the Potomac was right there. And in the winter, okay, yeah. it would be six feet of snow. And I'm like, so you get the extremes of both. Why do mm-hmm. we live here? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the freezing rains. We get like the rains in the summer and then like the freezing rains and then the ice and the snow, whether it's in the city, you don't get as much snow. But once you go upstate, it's like six to eight feet of snow. It's oh, fuck it's- upstate New York and their fucking <laughs> real time ice age blizzards. Seriously, no, actually, actually, though, it's brutal. It's like a whole other world up there. Like, talk about living in a large state. Like, I know the West Coast states, you could drive in New York for 12 hours and still be in New York state. Like, you could drive for 12 and you'll still be somewhere. Like, you'll be by the Canadian border or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't look large, but for some reason, driving through that shit, brutal. It's, like, endless. Yeah. Fucking upper U.S. farmers are a different breed of human, man. I'm just saying. We all are. Texas is a different breed. I mean, don't get me started. Every everywhere is different. Everywhere. Yeah. That's which could go to the argument that every state could also be its own country because every state has its own culture. Because when you say American, you don't just think of one American. You have to ask what region or state someone's from to understand their culture. They basically are already there. I don't think countries. anyone in Europe does that. They just picture an American as fat, lazy, eating a cheeseburger, voting for Trump. Oh. Or I guess I give them too much brown. credit. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful they look at us as individual humans. Aw, maybe. So, uh, you guys, we were talking about Mar-a-Lago a little bit before we came on, and then we just rabbit trailed into uh, poop talk, and then you guys came on. So, what's what have you guys been covering lately? I know you said you cover uh, some old school conspiracies, and we did that too when we started, and now it's like. It's basically all just anything in the news. It could be a conspiracy, like you said. So what's some of your uh, favorite recent ramblings? Um, Honestly, know, my my favorite it. show that we've done was uh, a reptilian podcast. It was a uh, it was a uh, we had a reptilian channeler come on the podcast uh, to where every night that he goes to sleep, he says that he like his body goes to sleep, but his mind like like gets on board a fucking reptilian spacecraft and they take him wherever uh to whatever fucking planets or whatever and but he is like 
dead serious and he's not like some whack job it didn't nah, seem man. like it anyway i looked into this guy he's legit all right so he and i say that hear me out now this guy is a very successful businessman in canada okay like he's he does big contracts and makes a solid amount of money and on top of that he believes that he is a conduit for reptilians or uh extraterrestrials interdimensional beings and he goes public with that shit like he's putting it all on the line and if people think that he's crazy he could lose it all but he like truly to his core believes this is happening and it's it's pretty wild and he's been calling out like a, a lot of the uh like the fake spiritual people that say that they're fucking contacting whatever kind of alien breeds whatever he goes nah they're full of shit i know what the real aliens are like and that's what he says like and he says that the reptilians they really just have a like a really bad stigma that uh that really the reptilians like they don't give a fuck like they're not for us or against us they're kind of just like you know if we want their help like if we are trying to succeed in life or whatever then you i guess you can like try to channel them and fucking yeah you know they're there if you want to help them but it's more like you have to be willing to listen i haven't tried it yet personally i'm kind of scared i'm not gonna do that personally. well how, how is he uh does he have an idea how regular people could get in contact with him not that i'm about to but uh is it like some ce5 uh I'm curious shit no no it's not exactly ce5 i i can't remember exactly how he got into it in the first place but basically literally all he does is um whenever he meditates like he used to he used to just meditate and he would get to a certain point it you know in his meditation and he would be visited um i guess like during his meditation i guess in you know in his third eye he would be visited by these reptilians and uh he says Dude, they're fucking massive they're like 10 foot tall um they will tower over you they will make you shit your pants if you're not ready for it and like um uh but i guess they he he like wasn't backing down from them he said that he you know he didn't give off he didn't want to give off a vibe that he was scared of them um i guess he sees himself as some kind of authority figure kind of deal um and so yeah it's it's it, it's super strange but like it's a crazy episode to go back and listen to for real like everything you had for him as far as like coming at it from a skeptic's point of view uh he had an answer for him was like it was it was a really fascinating episode and actually we're having him back on uh sunday yeah he's and... gonna channel them we're gonna ask questions uh directly to the source yeah so he said that there's going to be a reptilian literally standing next to him. And I don't, I don't know how do I feel that. about that. I don't know how I feel about is that. Is the camera pick them up? Is it like a vampire? I, yeah, I was going to say, as long as it's not in your studio, you should be say, a little safe. Is the reptilian going to be like in physically in your studio? Because that's where I'd get a little scared. Oh, no, no. We're well, going to be doing the show over Zoom. So according I mean, to him, reptilian over there. According so to him, fine. these are interdimensional beings that are everywhere right. all at once, but we don't have the senses to see them on the plane. Yeah, that help, that helps my anxiety. That's good. See, I've always viewed the, the reptilian thing I've viewed as kind of demonic. Like, isn't that what the Nazis were trying to contact and all that? That gave them the blueprints for UFOs and shit? Like, it's definitely... So, aren't the reptilians bad? Yes and no. It, all right. So the whole argument, I've heard this so many times, is like, do you believe in aliens? No, I believe in demons. And it's like people believe that this the two are one and the same. And I could see the argument for that. Don't get me wrong. I believe that both are happening at the same time. That's just me, you know? Right. Uh, but what we are what he was talking about, which is also the big argument with aliens and demons and angels and things that work interdimensionally outside of what we know to exist, right? So 
we know confirmed that there is up to 13 dimensions and we have math that equates up to the 13th dimension right so we understand that we operate on the 3d plane but there's other shit going on all around us at all times but we can't recognize it because we only have five senses right we only have sight hearing taste touch and smell and there's an argument for that sixth sense right that feeling that like you know someone's looking at you even though none of your senses oh, are yeah. telling you that but you know it and then you turn around and it's confirmed right mm -hmm. so on that spectrum we talk about aliens being interdimensional maybe that's how they travel from point a to point b is through a portal type situation who's to say who's to say that angels and demons don't also operate similarly who's to say that these are not one and the same types of entities you know what i mean so yeah yeah, whenever he's talking about the reptilians, he says they're not good and they're not bad. It's kind of like the Force from Star Wars. It's just what um, they are. They are what they are. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure that there are probably some sketchy-ass fucking reptilians out there because I'm pretty <laughs> sure, you know, Hillary's probably one of them. You know, but, those uh, are meth, the meth-dealing reptilians out there. You know, you got to keep them away. Scoundrels of society. The Dude, are there like, are there like white trash? Are there like trailer trash, white trash, uh, reptilian? That'd be a great cartoon, actually. Just trailer trash reptilians. Yeah. That'd be it. great. <laughs> Meanwhile, I think the favorite thing that I brought up so far on our show is uh actually one of the current events that's going on. There is right now, currently, as of time of recording. 11 countries in open revolt to their governments right now because of corruption yes. and bullshit right not yes, to mention over their, their governments. but also that there are seven active genocides going on around the world right now that we recognize and identify as yes is a genocide meanwhile our country does nothing to help any of that because they're more keeping us divided and that's why they're keeping us divided so that we do not become the 12th country to go into open revolt against the system well, and, that and they only do they only step in when there is something that they can get out of it. Thousand so percent. if they don't have a reason to step in, then they won't cover the genocide, because if they cover the genocide, there will be an outcry to help. And they don't want that because they can't get anything out of it. You could profit from a crisis, a crisis and human suffering is very, very good for the economy, especially the American economy. We're always has so been. That's why we've always been in one. The only way we are going to step in, whether there's a genocide or a famine happening or whatever is going on in a third world country per se, is, is for us to profit off of. And so you're absolutely right. We do not care enough. If there's nothing in it for us, then we will never care about it. It will never be broadcasted or brought up in the mainstream media. And that's Wait just not the U.S. That's all Western countries that are considered yeah, first world. First world, yes. Like NATO, first world, whatever, like G20 summit countries, whatever you want to call it, like that group of nations, like first world nations. Right. Am I the only one here who's pro genocide? <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. If it's I'm genocide just... of all pedophiles, yes, I support that yes, genocide. I support that as well. Tortures and right. pitchforks, thousand percent. But yeah. are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound to cast ten votes. Because I'm Uncle Rubio Abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? What the fuck? <laughs> was that you, Chris? What the fuck? Yes. What was Sorry. that? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only that's the closest clip i had to a genocide related Sorry. i don't know so what, what is the fuck was the original post of that yeah what was what the was context that? of that god oh, damn eric on eric andre was at the rnc and he's talking to this lady like this random person at like a the trump rally at this rnc event and he's like are you anti-abortion because i'm uncle abortion 
Oh. <laughs> Knock you up and we'll get rid of the dang thing. Yeah. How about this thing? I need a little more context on that random shit. Good yeah. God. <laughs> I I mean we we talked about abortion last time when uh Joe Jen and Barb's were on the show, but um I mean as a as a Christian, mm-hmm. a lot of people do view that as its own type of genocide. I'm not me as a Christian, but I'm saying like as no as raised being raised a Christian and knowing a lot of people that are Christians, like that is viewed as as like a type of genocide. But it's yeah. um it's pro it's it's probably a justifiable one. Is it though? I've never heard someone call like it the a Holocaust, genocide. you know. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm being too edgy. I'm gonna tone it down. I'm I'm so edgy. Yeah. Spicy comments, man. Jesus. <laughs> toe in the line but so what's is this? It a, oh good but is it a genocide i've never heard someone call it a genocide i feel like that's extreme it's like you're we hear like 60 63 million black babies have been aborted or whatever it's like a, a gen is like you know a lot of it's conservative talking points but okay. i mean okay by definition a genocide is a systematic killing of a group of people based off of a common denominator so i guess by english definition abortion clinics are the systematic killing of a group of people based off of a common but is it a group of people or is it a clump of cells is it a group of personally i believe it is a person okay i also say this with this fucking huge footnote on the end of this i also understand that i as a man will never be in a position to that have that be a problem for me okay i'm looking at it from my perspective alone I, no, I appreciate that. I, I like talking to people because I'm on the other end of that where sure. uh, as conservative as some, some of my views are, that's one thing I'll always stand by. Some on the other of it where I think it is a clump of cells, but it's nice to, it. I do see how some people, I could see the argument for it's a person. For me personally, I would just never see it that way if it was me. Gotcha. Uh, I like to go about the, um, I, I like to, well, I used to really like to listen to Sad Guru. He's like this guru over in India. And uh, but he really got super woke. Yeah, fuck him now. But anyway, I I like you know kind of like that uh that that kind of knowledge to where they're, you know, it's like whenever you go deep into meditation, you start to really understand certain things in certain ways or something. I guess that's the way he describes it. But what he says is that basically, like, you know, if you have an abortion before forty days, then no big deal. Because that's whenever like the soul enters the body or some shit. Yeah. I no, yeah. the soul doesn't enter the body until minutes before it's the crowning happens. I have never heard that. Doesn't the well, soul weigh just, like seven li- point something take, ounces? The liberal take would be like uh, it's not a human being until after it's delivered. I don't which is know. Why I argue for post-birth abortion. Wasn't that the, uh, the liberal take? Is, the liberal take is kill them six months later or two years. I mean, if they're eight and they're getting on your nerves, abort them. That's Dude, have you met cool. kids recently? Yeah. Have you met small children recently? There was one in a restaurant that was at earlier. It was horrible. It's because everybody's letting these kids watch TikTok. Uh, Thanks, yeah, probably. I'm part of the problem. Oh, God. Fuck off. <laughs> no, but I do find I spent... it weird that my nine-year-old asked to watch YouTubers react to YouTubers, and I'm like, yeah, we're just going to not do YouTube in this house. That's an easy thing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. 
Jesus, he was mad too. But I mean, I'm sorry. There's so much bad shit that goes on on YouTube. So much subliminal messaging, especially on kids' channels like that. Now, fuck all that, man. Oh yeah, yeah, hell no. Yeah, there's that thing a couple years ago with that uh, ad they were playing for something. Remember that? What was that thing they were uh, they were playing? An was it an ad or a show? There's something fucked up on YouTube that was. Uh, I can't remember. It was the thing uh, is, it's impossible to differentiate ads between shows because of all the native advertising and everything now. It's like you think you're watching a show and it's just literally one long ad at this point. Well, they really actually do have ads that are 49 minute episodes of shows. Yes, that's that's true. On YouTube, that will pop up. You could skip after a few like 30 seconds, like a minute, but it's who plays it for 40 something minutes. Like, I don't know. I I was I turned on a YouTube video in my car because I got a little phone holder thing and I wanted to hear this like podcast and I couldn't find the full episode anywhere the fuck else. I started it. And like this ad's playing and I'm driving. I'm like, it's fine. Usually like anywhere between five and seven seconds, it'll be over. And if it's not, I'll press the skip button. It went on for like three minutes. And I'm like, okay, I got to find out what's going on here. So I press the screen and it's a 49 minute episode of an actual show. That was my ad. It's amazing. Whoa. Yeah. That's they take so it to some Pretty soon you're going to sit down to watch Netflix and catch a catch a sh- catch a advertisement with 30 second uh, show, you know, breaks. <laughs> That's the future, baby. We're living in it. Yeah. Going back to like YouTube and like the subliminal messaging, like that's a part of me, like as someone who doesn't have children, like that scares the hell out of me to have kids in our society where there's so- they're so susceptible to brainwashing, like even in school, like even in their schools, anything they're watch, what their friends are saying, their fa- friends, parents, like any of it, like that's, it's so like God, like God bless you guys, like really for like trying to raise kids like in this society, because it takes a lot, like I'd be so scared, like you have parents I see just plop their kid down, sit an iPad in front of them, and, like you have no idea what the fuck the kid's watching, what they're learning, what they're doing, like when you send them to school, especially in new york whatever they're teaching in fucking public schools or even private schools like mm-hmm. it scares me like it's like as much as i would love to have like a little mini me it scares me to think about like do you homeschool do you spend a shit ton of money on like some super small private school like any of it so yeah we are I know they're going to get indoctrinated no matter where they go. It's just up to the parents to teach them young to see the signs of that and, you know, look out for it and just, guard themselves. Just pick the extent to which you'd like your child to be brainwashed. That's better. Yeah. yeah okay. Like, so you have like levels of it, like how much you're willing yeah. to pay. There's tiers, yeah. different tiers of indoctrination. Tiers, a subscription. So it's kind of like a Patreon. Got it. Well, and as far as like uh, like the YouTube and all that shit goes, like I have a, I have a 10 year old daughter and then I have a little baby do here and like, any day now here in the next couple of days oh, congratulations uh, nice congratulations uh, thank you thank you it's Cheers. a boy so we're not going to abort him i'm just kidding <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. I, I agree gender side is my gender favorite side. Type of genocide. um but <laughs> no my my first kid is a is a girl so um but anyway um but yeah i uh there, there's it's not just the shit on YouTube. There's a lot of sketchy shit on YouTube that like every so often I'll find my daughter you know uh like just watching like some of the sketchiest shit on YouTube that shouldn't be for kids. And I don't know what it is. It's a lot of, um, they insert that shit in. It's a lot of what's that drawing shit that people like, um, 
Anime? Anime, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you charades got Charades partners, perfect charades partners. Oh, y'all got no fucking idea. We would kill it at charades for sure. But, yeah, there's like there's like some sketchy ass anime and all that shit on YouTube, which okay. whatever. But at the same time, what's really the most harmful, what I I mean from my research anyway, is there's a if you go on Netflix, and I'm sure it's not just on Netflix, but they got like all, all these like little baby cartoons. If you ever heard of fucking Coco Melon, oh god, it is yes. the worst yeah. piece of shit to ever grace this planet. But for several reasons, not only because it sucks, um, but it why little kids love that shit so much. It's because the frame rate changes literally once every one and a half seconds, so it keeps their mind attached Completely to it. Completely occupied. Completely hypnosis. In its purest form, it's hypnosis. Yes, it's hypnotizing yes. your children, pretty much. And Absolutely. the same thing is like, um, like Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig's the same way. I yep. can't stand that stupid fucking cartoon. But, um, but yeah, it, they do it in such a way, dude, to where, I don't know. Honestly, I kind of feel like it just melts their little minds, it dude. Does. Because what happened to good old Sesame Street? Come on, man. Like, what happened to good old Sesame I mean, Street? Okay. The question, as far as like how to raise kids in this world. It's be super fucking involved, not just in their life, but their education as well. Right. Okay. My wife is actually a teacher at my kid's primary school. So we oh, got, wow. so that's great. That that helps right? out a lot. It's amazing. And then we also don't plug them in front of the screen. They have 30 minutes of screen time every day. They choose what they want with that. But 10 of that is with reading off of their Kindle. Right. Oh, wow. That's, an, oh, that's great. Other than that, we're outside. They both play sports. We all train in Krav Maga. We're all constantly doing shit. Like, no, we are active as fuck. And that's the only way to do it. You know what I mean? Even down there in the humidity, huh? Much respect. Oh, it's the way it is, man. This is the way of life. We we live with the swamp ass from the time we're born, man. It's just we're immune to it at this point. No big deal. (laughs) Do you have deodorant for your butt crack or what? How's that work down there? Nah, man, it's like an immunity. Uh, no, but we do have uh, <laughs> we do have an ad for Manscaped, so that's pretty that. tight. Uh, so yeah, Ultimate. you get the, the boat, the ball deodorant and shit. That's, it it does do a it wears job. off pretty quick though. I think. Boner. <laughs> what the fuck? So, Chris, what was that uh, link? I just remembered you sent me something in the private chat. What's this fucking link? This Twitter link? Did oh, you mean to Seth McFarland? Well, I mean, we're way off this by now, but it's real. It's like a ten second video or fifteen seconds if you want to watch it. It's uh, Seth McFarland tweeted this out, and I just have a raging hatred of Bill Nye. So, if Bill Nye oh. tonight. <laughs> Bill Nye's got a new show pre- premiering tonight, pushing the climate change agenda called The End Is Nye. Oh, is that oh, what it is? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's, so you'll let's see um, play. Yeah, you want to Yeah. It's not just flooding you got to worry about. It's wind too. Right now it's at a peak intensity. 210 miles an hour. A new record. The first category 6 hurricane in history. I also love this because Bill Nye dies in it. And then he gets he gets t-boned by the fucking tree. Oh fuck that guy, dude! Okay. I hate I hate Bill Nye. But uh, sorry. Still playing. Hang on. Right now, yeah, no, he's that guy's dude. That that guy is he's not even a good propagandist. He's he's like um a World Economic Forum lackey, but it's just he's like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type, except even worse. Oh, he's yeah. just a total douche. 
total douchebag. Doesn't he only have a bachelor's degree too? I saw something where it's like he only has a bachelor's degree, and then uh, what's his name? That old. He's a good entertainer. He's not a scientist. He's a good entertainer. Like he's not even a good entertainer. He was for the time period, man. Growing up, kids did love Bill Nye. I was one of them. But at the same time, learn something from him. Keep in mind, though, Magic School Bus was equally what I considered to be law. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Keep that in the in the context. But that being said, yeah, he has a uh, bachelor's or a master's in like mechanical engineering. Dude, the actor that played Dolph Lundgren is more qualified at his job than he is. I'm just gonna throw oh, that. Right. right. You're right, though. Oh my and god, the guy is like a master. A in no, everything. Right. It's just you know, like, he he has no like I mean Dolph Lundgren. No, no, no. The actor who played him, not the not the actual Rocky character. The actor himself, yeah, he's a fucking well-educated man. Oh, he has like real four or five. Dolph Lundgren, though. No, what? Yeah, no, yeah. You... Dolph Lundgren is a real person. Yeah. Wait, the guy who played him on Rocky—that's not his actual name, is it? No, that wasn't his name on Rocky. Mm-mm. I don't remember what the fuck Dude, his name was on Rocky when he fought the Russian. The Russian fucker. What was his name? Fucking, I don't even remember. But it's not Dolph Lundgren. Hold on. His, real name. Maybe it's Law. Lo- lo- I know. Lo- we got to look this shit up now. We need Google to Google. the rescue. What was that? Yes. Rocky three or four? Four. Four. What? Yes. Oh, I couldn't. I only watched the first Rocky thing. And but I was Dolph like, Lundgren was in. Me. Dolph Lundgren was in Rocky four. Yeah, he was Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Okay, okay, okay. Dolph Lundgren's the yeah. actual. Actor. I got that confused. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Lundgren. Don't kill me. You had me thinking that way too much just now. <laughs> I was like, am I retarded? Shit, Carl Weathers was in that too. You're yeah, spreading misinformation. Damn it. I'm sorry. That's another strike. <laughs> we get a lot of those. That's why we're not very active on YouTube. Uh, me either. I was just telling Barb that earlier. I'm like, I, I got to pick yeah. really carefully what I put on there. So All my favorite shows have been banned from YouTube. So I don't even really yeah. use YouTube anymore except for, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, YouTube, a lot of these platforms have just become like shit platforms and like just these vacuums and like echo chambers for like the same five like talking points and I, if you try to bring up anything <laughs> against the mainstream god forbid it's misinformation right i got right. on youtube and i was looking through my subscriptions i had like you know i subscribed to 100 or so channels and i this was like last year i noticed this went right in the middle of the coof stuff and i was just going through and it was like channel unavailable channel unavailable channel unavailable it's like oh there's one it's like you get on YouTube yeah. now and half the recommended videos are fucking H3H3 Ethan Klein bullshit. It's just <laughs> it's just hot garbage now, dude. There's nothing good on there anymore. You can watch and if it is video games for hours. I mean, and yes, yeah, that's, yeah. that is you, you, real quality entertainment right there. If you want to watch people if you watch people play Fortnite, you can get on You Twitch. can watch a marriage vlog. You can watch people's marriage vlogs. That's also <laughs> useful on YouTube. Uh, no, One let's time. not ASMR shit, right? Who wants to listen to a girl just gnaw down on some honeycomb into a mic? That's so fucking <laughs> weird. Mukbang videos. You have a wide oh, variety. Yeah. I totally want to watch a 110-pound woman <laughs> eat like 50 pounds worth of seafood. Actually, on some real shit, that'd be impressive as fuck to see. So, but yeah, no. <laughs> the ASMR thing, I just don't understand. Like when they, oh, they're I, like, I, I never nail. understood it. 
here's my nails on like this piece of wood or it's like what the fuck am i watching why is this on here why does yeah, it have like, a million views i see it on tiktok all the time like just asmr channels with like millions of followers and it's like brushing this bar of soap or something or like yeah and i'm like I i'm like that, what Chris. is this like what what pleasure do you <laughs> get you from it? this sexual i'm sure <laughs> is it a Some sexual pleasure really i don't think i so. mean there is a lot of asmr where it's like a I mean, what's what's the I've I was scrolling through like mo on Twitch. It shows like what's being watched the most. This was a while I mean, back. I mean, it just shows like the top I mean, five things like being watched. And one was this chick literally. It said ASMR something in the title, and it was this chick literally deep throating her microphone. Oh, as his own kink. It is okay. Fair enough, because I do like audio porn. Like, sometimes I'll put on, like, audio porn, like, if I have to run around and do errands, like, on my head. So, fair enough. It's not ASMR. How does audio, while How does audio porn errands? work? Oh, yeah, instead of, like, a podcast. Like, I gotta, like, so, go to So, you listen to audio porn, block. so you yeah, can slide home porn. by the end of it? <laughs> no, it's not just like, keeps me entertained. What? It's okay, a so game, dude. It's can you games. explain to me what audio porn is? Like, what is... Like, what, what, um, she like grabbed somebody... his hand and um, put it down. That's so gnarly. Well, in that erotic like, fiction, know that. that's a yeah, that's I erotic fiction. Don't, I'm guessing. So you're okay. listening to audio books of erotic material. No, it could be like someone like whether like what you're into, like whether it's like certain creators will have like being a dom or giving you like a validation, like like good girl or stuff like that. And then you have just like straight up moaning. You know, and she's stuff, super telling you what furries. I'm gonna do to you. I'm not into furries whatsoever. Please Did you say that some of it could be there. validating your parking? No. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm a terrible hot. part. I'm a woman. I can't drive. I need someone to tell me I know how to park. You Imagine you if I rolled over and not having time to turn that off. Oh my god. Oh well no, I walk. Like I literally when I run errands, I have my headphones on. I'm just walking everywhere. So like it's just like no one else hears it. Okay, oh, I'm not no gonna I thought it was gonna be like somebody with a mic next to live action porn, and that's your audio <laughs> porn. Like, okay. No, no, it goes much deeper than that. That's what I, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Just the ASMR sounds She's of looking fucking. For milk at the I'm like, just like a wet pussy, like a dick <laughs> slamming into it. You yeah, hear the patty cake going on in the background. Uh -huh. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> No, that would just be gross right. if I was doing that. Okay, like, I'm okay. Right. Well, thank you for explaining. Right. Hey, we don't kink shame here. What are you? No, man, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Do you, man? Jesus. Okay, so this conversation has gone well off the rails. Oh yeah, yeah. Walk, turn, walk sorry. <laughs> That's how our show goes. So, what do you guys think about the the newest shit coming down the pipe in the news? Because I I don't even have to pay attention to it anymore because everybody talks about all the newest stuff. I guess the newest one is the student debt thing, and then what was it last week's? So last week was uh was last week Mar-a-Lago? Was there? Yeah, there was something else last, last week. Last week was Mar-a-Lago. What's uh, going Monkey... on in six months, y'all? What's that? What's going on in six months? See, that's what I always ask my guests. I'm like, what do you think about the next six months to a year? And it's hard to call that far in advance, but it seems like conspiracy theories are about six months ahead. So the midterms, yeah. the midterms are in six months or actually now Less it's close than that. Four Less months than now, right? It's going to be a wild time. That's going to be insane. Uh, the point I is predict... all these things are building up to it. Aren't midterms, mm -hmm. yes. aren't midterms also in November? Yeah. Yes. We're right so around. We're, we're like two and a half months, two months, yeah, something yeah. like that. 
Oh yeah, we're God. almost in September. It's like the end of August. I predict Marjorie Taylor Greene gets arrested before the end of the year. She was swatted twice this week. Yeah. I didn't did look gonna... up what swatting was. But yeah, I can't like team to you. Like they like they they like call and say you have a hostage or they pretend to be the hostage, like whoever's doing yeah. it. And SWAT team apparently yeah. we don't have resources for many things, but we do have the resources to send a SWAT team based on one tip to someone's house, apparently. Just innocent. Right? That t- that jerk off loser Tim Pool, it happens to him all the time. That boring ass kid. And then uh it happened to Dick Masterson. Uh, Dick Masterson was uh swatted somebody called in that he killed his wife in the middle of his la home like two police choppers and 30 cops came and they banged on his door handcuffed him took him outside and it was just some like hater online or maybe a fan trolling him but it happens a lot called in that he killed his wife and so he had to stand there handcuffed and then lay on his belly for like an hour and uh he his story of it, it was hilarious on the Dick Show. But Dick Masterson told the cops, he's like, "Buddy, if I would have killed my wife, I would have had a huge smile on my face right now." <laughs> like, do I look happy? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, swatting is uh, <laughs> swatting what? is uh, unfortunately a common practice, and it I think it kind of originated in in the gaming circles. Um, yeah, yeah, the gaming community. Yeah, I did. Uh, some uh, someone's dad got killed because the the gamer was remember that story. One gamer swatted some other one because they happened to the know his address. Came to the house and yeah, then, and like yeah. the dad walked outside and they shot him in the head, or they thought he had a gun because he was reaching in his pocket or something. Crazy. Yeah. People I've are never heard But but the point I was trying to make is that when midterms are coming up right now, everybody's mad dashing trying to cover up the fact that the last <laughs> Biden the entirety of Biden's time in office has been absolute shit, right? So they're trying to do anything they can to make things better right now i.e. let's forgive student loans of a small degree. But we're only right. going to forgive federal student loans, which is just a tiny percentage of these student loans. And if you're going to forgive student loans, you should have hold big banks accountable that let 18-year-olds take out private student loans. Because if you just forgive loans, people are just going to keep doing it. How about hold colleges accountable? Like, they're not like, yeah, that's great. It's like a small, it's, you're, you're exactly right. They're placating the masses before the midterm elections because this isn't a long-term solution for anyone or anything. And get ready because there's going to be more placations happen. They're going to be small, insignificant things, but they're going to seem like massive talking points that mm-hmm. they're going to rally the people. Not to mention what they just did was they undermined the only person that I think could possibly go up against Biden in the next election and stand a chance because Trump supporters are absolutely fanatic human beings, right? Nobody's yes. on the fence about Trump. They are either super yay or super nay. And that's just kind of what he does to people, which i get it but my point is now they got him under indictment for very similar things that hillary clinton went on the stand for right wait wait wait. has he been indicted i don't i'm assuming they're going to okay Okay. apparently they found allegedly all this is allegedly found all these boxes of materials and now it's all about what are the materials is it nuclear launch codes is it a is it some sort of quid pro quo deal that he's covering who who the fuck knows but it doesn't matter. It's all being blown this way at this time to be a distraction. That's all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Every, yeah. Everything always is. But, it, you know, this happens every election year. But it seems like it's coming in huge amounts this year because they, the Democrats trying to you know keep control of the House or whatever, which I still don't think it doesn't really matter to me who takes Congress or the House or whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Like nothing ever changes for the better. So no. 
I mean, we have grandma and grandpa in Congress. We have grandma and grandpa in the White House. It's people you wouldn't allow to drive who go to the early bird special. Like that's he who, can't even ride a shit fucking bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He falls off literally just straight down, plop on a bike. I like how like, everybody around it was like, "Oh, are you okay?" I'm like, "I don't know. I mean, I hope not." <laughs> I, I, he might have, <laughs> might have a brain bleed. Might have a brain bleed. You know, he's grandpa. He's eighty something years I, old. I think. Well, I don't think that the fall on the bike did that. I think that's just something he deals with. That's just that's <laughs> y'all. That's don't something. That truth, truth over facts. <laughs> yeah, that's it doesn't matter who has control of the house. No, I'm saying I don't even believe that's the real Joe Biden. I think that's a fucking clone, dude. You're Probably. looking at oh, you. really? that. Do you guys <laughs> remember when W? You guys w. remember when W. George Bush had the bike accident? Right. He had like the black eye and his face was all uh, fucked up, and they were like, "Oh yeah." yeah. He was like, "I fell off a bike, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't brainificate. I, I apologize." Yeah. Just to interject real quick, but just now we're not gonna get off topic. But I want it. George W. Bush had the best rebrand in history, where we all hated him, and now he just sits there and just paints pictures of immigrants, completely like coked out and fried at like a Texas ranch or something, like living his little life, like in retirement. It's insane, and we're praising him and Dick Cheney, like we're praising them, like now. He goes, he goes to baseball games with Ellen, and he goes on Ellen's show, and they dance, and all the audience. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. like that's the best rebrand in history from War Criminal to ellen guest uh ellen's kind of a criminal in her own right but that's a talk for a different day i suppose she's a I mean, she's pedophile she's got a, q, q said she's got an ankle bracelet on bro q said that ellen she, yeah. has an ankle ankle bracelet i've bro. seen the pictures yeah i mean her set is set it set up exactly like uh epstein island oh man it's, yeah. it's and still is like that, she didn't even change no, it or take no. it down. At this point, she's just like being ballsy about it. I thought, I thought she was she getting canceled. Show. Yeah, I thought she I thought was getting canceled. Done I don't know. She started being nice to her her employees, I guess. Yeah, well, she bought some Stop. coffee and donuts. Got it. Well, you know what? What, what was real fun was after the Vegas shooting timeline was all over the place, and the Vegas PD and the FBI made a whole mess of the investigation. The only guy that saw Stephen Paddock alive, Jesus Campos, the the uh, Mandalay Bay security guard guy, only does one interview, and he does it on Ellen DeGeneres' show. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> it's crazy. No. And Ellen gets this. Ellen gets her pointer out, and they don't. She doesn't talk about like what heroes they are and all this stuff very much. Most of the like seven to ten minutes he's on is Ellen pulling out a diagram and getting a pointer and going, "Okay, you came through this hallway here, and this is where you were." And and she even says to the guy, looks him in the eye, and goes. You're coming on this show to talk about it, and you're not going to talk about it again, right? Because this was like the crux of the whole case of making sure Steve, Stephen Paddock was the fall guy. Right. And it's just like it was the most crazy thing that Ellen was like the CIA spook that had to, that got that interview that kind of like put the little bow on top of the Vegas shooting. <laughs> and then it was forgotten. It was memory hold immediately, and nobody talks about it anymore. Yep. Ever again. <laughs> I'm not exactly a, a QAnon fan. I, I mean, I'm kind of not with it or against it. I'm, I just don't give a fuck about it. But uh, but what what is interesting is is that you know they talk a lot about like Nasara Jasara, and I thought that that was kind of weird because we were talking about the uh, the student loan forgiveness. I wonder if they're just trying to expel any and all fucking like like uh, 
cash or whatever. Um, and maybe it's maybe it's the beginning of Nasara Jasara, and and we're getting everything it's a is step be, to it. Yeah, maybe it's like a going to the gold backstage or some shit. I don't know, dude. Supposedly, I hope we go back to gold back. Supposedly, there is a lot of countries that have like switched to like gold back shit, dude. Okay. Well, yeah, the petrodollar is completely unstable, and the petrodollar, like, look at the inflation yeah. we had. Look at what, like, there were two recessions in like our lifetimes. Like, it's complete. Like, it wouldn't be the worst thing. Did, no, yeah, it didn't would. Russia just back the ruble with gold? I, I thought that was something that happened yeah. in the last couple months. Yeah. Well, they had yep. to. Yeah. Y'all, this is didn't big. Be- this is so fucking big on a global scale. If people start, if all these countries unanimously start going to gold back currency. This puts this, a lot of power back to the people in massive, massive economic ways. Didn't and the last president uh, that Gaddafi just got assassinated? Yeah, I was gonna say Gaddafi tried to do the. Uh, didn't he try to get the gold standard go back, going? Go and, back to the gold standard. Go yeah, to the gold and then uh, Hillary had him killed and laughed about him getting a uh, big spear shoved up his asshole. Yep. Same <laughs> reason why we invaded Saddam, right? Yep. Same reason why um, JFK was assassinated. Right. Every time that a country has tried to step out of line and go gold back, that means that they are one step further away from Rothschild control global banking. And they don't Absolutely. like it. the Rothschilds have funded both sides of every war since before Napoleon. OK, they're not going to w- give over some of their w- uh, control at this time. That's just not, not loosening their grip anytime soon, which is also why these countries are going into open revolt against their government, because everybody, regardless of party lines or divisions that there may be, they are all equally tired of getting screwed by their country's government and they're mm-hmm. actively doing something about it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why it makes me wonder what's coming next. That's what uh, we can get into Nasara Jasara too real quick. Uh, but before that, I was going to say, what do you guys think is going to be the next big thing? Like big, not like, Oh, student loan forgiveness. Just, you know, this 24 hour news cycle thing. Oh, really? Real quick guys. I got to get no. going. I um oh fucking, right, man, sorry I'm fading I got to be up for work by 4:45 so uh thank you guys all for coming on uh sorry I was late to those who are already in the party it is nice to meet you uh Good to meet sir, you, seat sitter I will definitely definitely be visiting shitmyass.com um <laughs> thank you uh cult of a conspiracy it was really nice to meet you guys I would love to have a longer conversation with you guys um uh, we should do this again uh Barb good to see you again. Love to have you on as a regular. Joan Jen, love your faces. Talk to you guys later. Yeah, thank, thanks for making it. Okay, thank Bye. you. Oh, thank you. These right, people so who, are crazy. Who said Bitcoin? Was that you, Chris? Or what was, do you guys... I was just being a smartass. Okay, because <laughs> the new big thing. About, Bitcoin! <laughs> they were talking about the, the next six months, which actually turns into just a couple months. What, time what do you guys think is going to be the a, big, big thing? I'm afraid of is recently in New York, there's been so many weird and eerie commercials and ads coming out where I don't know if you've seen them across the country, but everyone's like in our tri-state area, like it's been on the algorithm of the feed of one, what to do in a nuclear attack if it comes towards New York City, like instructions, like first of all, nuclear attacks coming towards me, I'm dead, like there's no instructions what to do after that. And the second one is our mayor, our new mayor, promoting the tap water that it's safe to drink in this city. (laughs) <laughs> and recently when I was twice when I was on the subway, I felt like, and I'm going to sound crazy now. I felt lightheaded and I saw spots. 
And I know that on the subway, especially in the summer, they do things to the air and they've been doing it for years to test whether it's uh, viruses or biochemical weapons or whatever it is, whether it's a new pandemic. And I'm going to sound psychotic with a little tinfoil hat and all my friends look like me have free heads. But for the past few times I've been on the subway, I felt lightheaded and not myself and I had to get out and get some air. So it's very strange to see what they're like, what, what they're planning on, what they're testing in a city like New York with so many people so, and so much money and traffic. What color are the spots you're seeing? Are they yellow? They're like black and then like reddish yellowish. Okay, so that would be a sign that you are lacking oxygen to the brain. So oh, so I'm just. Oh, okay. I was gonna say so I'm just stupid or I'm just imagining no, 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 it. No, 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 like, no. What oh, I'm saying okay. is you're not getting enough oxygen from the air around. You. So I'm like saying in the subway car. Got it. Yes, absolutely. So okay. you're not wrong. They might and be I've doing taken stuff. the trip. I've taken the subway my entire life. Like I've grown up in New York City, and this is the first summer, the first time I've ever felt like this. And it's not like I'm too high or too drunk or on any drugs. Like it's been really weird. They, I got to step out and get some air. Absolutely. They have a history of doing this in Manhattan. I just dropped a, a link in the chat from Business Insider, and there's many such cases. Yeah, they've um, been doing it's. The summer is the perfect time to do it because it's hot, it's sweaty. We have a lot of tourists coming in. Lots, a lot of more people using the trains. Absolutely. Interesting. Well, we here's, uh, here's another here's another one uh, from last year. That's from 2015. Um, biological agents tested on New York subway. Here's that's 2015. Here's uh, last year from NBC News. Homeland Security deploying non-toxic in quotes gas in NYC transit. Yeah, non-toxic, oh, nice. like the uh, Kim nice. transit, you know. <laughs> It's not toxic. Yeah, those are condensation trails. Come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because this yeah, test was one of at least 239 experiments conducted by the military in a 20-year germ warfare testing <laughs> program that went from 1949 to 1969. Yeah, of course, it, you know, they've shut it down since then. They don't do that anymore, you know. They don't course. do it anymore. Well, Man, Home, Homeland Security <laughs> didn't exist during that period of time. So then that next okay. article I got, NBC so Homeland like, Security deploying non-toxic uh, yeah, so it's like there's they've been they do they've been doing this forever, uh, and they you know I don't trust them when they say it's non toxic. There's this, these are the same type of institutions that put a hazardous biological waste uh, fluoride in the water, which is literally when they were spraying it as the as a waste out into out of the smokestacks was killing cows and humans and destroying farms, uh, literally dissolving things. So they were like, mm -hmm. well, fuck it, let's just break it down, put small particles of it in the water, and tell people it's good for their teeth. Yeah, that so was one like, of uh, that was one of Hitler's secret weapons, right there, dude. Yeah, he was pumping fluoride. He was the first world leader to pump fluoride into the water of his whole country to make them more docile and more subservient. Mm -hmm. It's actually been yep. confirmed when the level of fluoride gets to, I want to say, fourteen percent in your body, you become a basically mindless zombie. Makes sense. Well, we have a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, before we stray too far off, I wanted to get you guys' uh, uh, definitions of Nasara Jasara, that whole thing, because I'm sure there's people that don't know what that is, and I'm I think it's a Q thing, right? Or it kind of came out of Q. It gets brought up a lot in QAnon, um, but yeah, I think that's really where it's like talked about most. We have a guest that comes on, um, you know, probably once every other month, and she has a whole podcast dedicated to like QAnon news, and she does a she does a podcast every day just based upon like you know, that side of news. And so I kind of take all that with a grain of salt. I don't really know what the fuck's going on with all that because 
I think that, you know, so many people will look at um, like Fox News and CNN and say, oh, well, that's fake. But then look on fucking Instagram and somebody made a meme and all of a sudden, like, you're like, yeah, that's real. That's really what's going on. But nobody really looks into it. Um, but as far as like Nasara Jasara, I believe that is where everything is said to be going gold back. Um, everybody is going to um, have more control of their life, like won't be taxed and all that shit. I think that, um, you know, your your mortgages will be paid off because um, like not if you have a new house, if you have this is what they say anyway, if you have an old house that was already paid off and then you bought that house from somebody else, the bank doesn't have a right to um, like tax you and all that shit. What? It's like illegal. That's that's what the that's what Brooke was saying. I have yeah, not say that'll be the day. <laughs> right. right. I mean, I hope that's true. I hope that's true. But yeah, I don't know. Um, nice. That would be sick. Uh, I just don't see it happening. But hey, I'm just a fucking pessimist, I suppose. Yeah, like getting rid of um, you know, uh, like the all the taxing agencies and and shit like that. Which I mean, look. didn't the IRS just hire an extra thirty thousand agents, or didn't they just say that the IRS is looking for an extra thirty thousand, eighty thousand yeah. like employees? Like, so, so that's a little sus. That's a little suspect right there. Hear me out. The army just kicked out like two or three months ago, back in June, I think it was sixty thousand soldiers. Okay. That's okay. like three whole regiments just got forcibly kicked from the army for few refusing shots. Going to throw that out. Okay. Meanwhile, the IRS is trying to hire 30,000. And if, did y'all read the job description before it got taken down? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. What was it? Oh yeah. my God. It they was like armed. willing to kill, uh, yeah. willing, willing to, to use lethal her, force, willing to use lethal force, willing to do, uh, Over taxes. Ass. uh the fucking IRS. The internal service wants to hire 30,000 people who want to be armed, trained, and willing to kill without questioning. This was, I'm thinking, yo, why the fuck is the internal revenue service trying to to need that? Need need militia, need military training, need someone ready, willing, armed, willing, and able to kill. Okay. And I've heard their annual budget is like, isn't their annual budget like? this might not be right but i want to say 200 billion dollars even if it's like 50 billion dollars it seems like just like abolish the irs and put that money towards you know even if it's a single million dollars that's too much agree that's their budget okay well google's saying 13.16 but 13.16 billion but i remember hearing it was a lot higher than that but even if that's true that's probably not <laughs> Bro, yeah. I looked at this economist who was going off on this shit. He basically laid it out to say that if every take away all kind of random taxes on licenses, whatever the fuck, 15% tax across the board for everything, period. 10 goes to federal, five goes to state. If we were to implement that, they would end up making money in the long run and we would have more spending money in our pockets at all time. Yeah. It's wild to look at. I'm talking about it could be from a car to a plane ticket to a to a fucking Coke. Doesn't matter. 15% flat tax. It would work perfectly. And so it could take out the entire IRS. Gone. And that's why it's never going to happen. Of or course. at least, you know, well, probably the not. Because yeah, there's a whole the industry idea. of just how complicated the tax code is that would also lose jobs. So, yeah. Right. 
The idea to me is that like once someone already pays taxes on something, I say you end up paying taxes twice. Like you already get taxed on certain things, but then you end up paying like a double tax on top of that. Where I'm like, where's the legality in that? Like what, how is that fair? Like this is, oh, you had already taxed me or this item or whatever this is has already been taxed once. So why do I have to pay a second tax? Like on top of that, like that's where I'm like, that's, that's literally just pure. Like that's literally you're being a thief. Like you're actually like, taking like money unjustly away or taking it's that's insane yeah, the double that's why the founding fathers real, yeah. outlawed income tax in the constitution which had to be amended to then legalize income tax yeah well, so i owe taxes this year and so i'm paying taxes from last year with money that's being taxed this year sure. mm -hmm. and the money i've left over from that i go to buy <laughs> you're gonna now pay and then you're gonna have These to pay taxes on paying taxes yeah. with taxed money it's fucked up I, I'm about to just, I mean, I tell everyone all the time, if everybody just stopped paying taxes, just put your withholdings to 99, tell them to fuck off. If everyone did that all at once, I mean, I guess they're hiring a bunch of new agents, but I mean. <laughs> with guns, with guns. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. I've said it for years. If you want to show the government that we are united and done dealing with their shit for one month, everybody unanimously go tax exempt for just yeah. one month. 30 days, it's not going to fuck up your tax brackets. You'll, It's all good, I promise you. I do it for turnarounds all the time in my line of work. Um, just you they vote with your dollar. Like, you vote with your currency, and that's very true. Exactly. Like, you show, like that's where your power lies in. Unfortunately, if you could unfortunately, we can't agree on what bathroom to use, how many genders mm -hmm. there are, which side is the right side of the... Right. It, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 We'll yeah. never, ever be able to agree to do a nonviolent protest to our government that they would fucking feel. And, and no, now that they would fear, they would not fear it like that. Absolutely, like whatever you want, whatever bullshit came out after January sixth, that that there was like government agents and like senators and stuff in fear. Like, no, you were not in fear. You were fine. You were not scared for one bit because you knew what it was. Like, knew what was going on. But yeah, an, an unanimous, like actual peaceful protest, whatever it is, of the masses of uniting both right and left, conservatives, liberals, whatever you want to call it. It yeah, that would and that'll never happen, unfortunately. Yeah, they, they've proven like they proved themselves during the pandemic, the fake pandemic. They proved that like we we don't need to be taxed because they just printed more money than we've ever had. They gave me free and money. Had, like, That's what point, they did during the pandemic. We had like two point seven trillion dollars in in the U.S. In, in the economy yeah. and circulation. And they printed like five more trillion. So it's like if you guys can just print this fucking money, why do we need to give you our money? Just keep yeah, printing yeah. your stupid yeah. fake money your fiat and let me keep mine like fuck Absolutely. yeah no for for sure it's when you snowball the economy like that man it only can last for so long and that's why this gov this country right now is uh what are we still in a quote-unquote recession or is no, that a has they come up with words? No, that definition is being changed, like literally uh, updated on Wikipedia, like every 15 minutes, honestly, yeah. like being amended and footnoted, like for the past few weeks. Bro, we'll yeah, it's like Webster's changed the definition of vaccine. They changed the definition of recession. I think that's actually uh, really changed the definition of woman as well. We've done that. Um, something I'm personally ticked off about. You're just a I, birthing person. That's all. You're just a. Birthing I'm a birthing person. person. I'm a menstruator. I'm literally just <laughs> down to that. Best I've heard milk. that. Best milk. And I am um, a transsexual lesbian, which is the most conservative way of saying I'm a straight dude. Is that and that you should. And you should drink cockroach milk. 
And if I don't sleep with you, I'm transphobic, pretty much. Right. So oh, like, I, I don't let one. you rape me, I'm transphobic, and I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, today, speaking of the divisiveness, literally today, I was walking down the street, and I just see someone with a t-shirt on, like a little crop top. Mind you, I live in Greenpoint, a very heavy liberal, like, area in Brooklyn, right next to, like, Williamsburg. Very, very blue, very, um, just a shirt that says, protect, protect trans kids. And the division is so true because immediately my first reaction is, you know what, we're the ones protecting them. Like you think that like letting like a teenager cut her like tits off is protecting them. Like you're, and that I got angry on the inside because someone immediately had an opposite point of view of me. So that division is just so instinct. It's so deeply, it's like an innate reaction at this point where but you can't even get past it. loaded to be that way in your brain. They have yeah, exactly. in your face nonstop. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm literally, like, I have to catch myself that I'm a walking example of it sometimes. Like, I have to catch myself, like, that I'm a walking example. I'm like, this is what they want. This is the reaction they're hoping for, the elite, like, the ones in power. We're all very hypnotized, all right? And now I'm, I, I do hypnotherapy. I do the past life regression stuff. It's all very mm -hmm. fun. But um, we're all so hypnotized, and we get triggered by key words. And that's all that's that's all that's going on and how they got us there in the first place. It is very violent MK Ultra. Um, it, just like an MK Ultra that what they got to do like it to get it to work the best. They got to be fucking violent with you and they got to slap you. They got to torture you. They got to do all kind of fucked up shit. Well, they're not doing that to us physically. They're doing it to us mentally. Call it, um, call it the propaganda. Call it the the chemicals in the food. We're not eating anything fucking fresh. Like we're not taking in anything. Nothing's kind of nutritious. Fresh. We had we like, had this conversation on Sunday when like, on when yeah, it's nothing's nutritious. Yeah, and nothing they talk about is nutritious to the brain. I mean, it's all absolute trash. Like, what are you it's a garbage. fucking person? How retarded is that? No, you're a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so we're we're all being hypnotized, and everybody's like, oh, well, we gotta. You know, uh, we got to make sure we don't hurt anybody's feelings and feelings mm. are the most important thing right now. It's mm -hmm. not it's not even science. Science. That's fucking that's so last year. But right, it's your feelings. They'll that's the same people that quote science that vaccines work. Exactly. And, and use science to back literally the fact that I'm a birthing person. Yeah, I right. made a meme on that. It's like, I trust the science. Here's an example. Men can have babies. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, they can't literally never, never will. Well, maybe we, like, you know, a couple hundred years from now when there can actually be biological uh, sex changes. But drink enough cockroach milk, just drink enough cockroach milk, eat enough beyond meat that Bill Gates owns and you'll be fine. Dude, Bill Gates doesn't want it's us true. drinking. Like the end goal right now is we drink Klaus Schwab's and Bill Gates cockroach milk, but they really want us just to drink their cock milk. I think that's like the end goal. <laughs> More like it. More like it. Hey, Elon's on his way. Did he just have nine in vitro children or some shit? <laughs> I'm Wait, just really? Yeah, he like. Did, he uh, doing what Epstein was oh yeah, to do. yeah. Grimes just had like a second kid with him. Yeah, that's totally a thing that's happening. Oh, sorry, <laughs> dude. I don't know what's up with that guy. I haven't figured him out yet. He has all the makings to be a legit evil villain. Yeah. If he turns, if he makes one hard move, you know what I'm saying? He is now the most powerful supervillain the world's ever seen. I think it's just he's too autistic to realize it. So, like, he or just goes on his cyborg. He just goes on his little <laughs> space trips. He just goes on his little space trips and, like, making babies. I stopped trusting Elon when I realized how much of his SpaceX stuff is totally fake. Like, 
like the uh those car. rockets on the like this when he shot the car out and literally on the live feed it cut the green screen cut and it was just sitting in like a studio and i was like Fuck. <laughs> that was on the spacex youtube and then the ones where they shoot it's happened multiple times where they the spacex the rockets are out in space and there's mice crawling on the outside of the rocket in space <laughs> so either one the fucking either one it's fake and and it's not actually in space and there's mice crawl because there's mice crawling on it or two they're lying to us about space and the vacuum of space can be survived by mice <laughs> well, all right, to that particular point, I can say that I am very, very good friends with some of the rocket scientists that worked on the rockets on SpaceX. So I know that that is actually confirmed that those are real. Now, whether what's up there is actually up there, I don't know. Or where they actually go. Yeah. Right. You see the videos where they go up and then they curve and they go this way. Right. It's like, I, can say the, I can say the equipment that got it from off the fucking ground and up, that is real shit. That's sure. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I believe in I rocket technology. That. Right. right. I mean, rockets are rockets are real and cool. Space is rockets fake and are real. Man, we had a flat earther on our show that we went into it about space and what it actually is. And yeah. Was it Dave got, Weiss? Yes, it was Dave Weiss. Yeah, he he goes on everybody's show. He's like, he was trying to get to be on my show. I was like, well, I'm I'm audio only, man, so you can't do your video presentation. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I will say this: as far as his video presentation goes, your boy is on it. He is he's got a great little setup, man. He knows I don't, it. Yeah, he's that. I look. I don't think that the fucking. I, I don't know if the Earth is flat. It's not. I don't know if it's round or what. But one one thing that I do know is that like I know this to be true, dude. Like somehow something within me. Space is not what we think it is. Like Agreed. I think that that is all 100%. bullshit. I don't know what the fuck we can it all is. agree on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's something like that. Dude, like how many people have gone to actual space? There's been a few hundred, arguably, depending so on... So they, they say a dog. They Three, a dog space, if you count ones. space like 200 miles above where the fake ISS is, but like the moon is 240,000 miles away, and we yeah. haven't been there since... The moon missions so no oh, humans like been past 300 miles from the earth's surface since then well they yeah. had that technology um, but they destroyed it allegedly yeah. right. <laughs> they can't do that right. anymore yeah. it's a very painful right. process to build it back again yeah. yeah i don't know man it's like i don't know what's yeah like you said i don't know what space is i know i'm the more i've looked at how much stuff nasa is fake not just back then in the 60s and 70s but all the way up until now they're it's just like CGI guesswork and bullshit, and so who knows what space is? I don't. I know I don't trust whatever NASA's doing. Yeah, uh, it's all. Like, yeah, it's like all all like artist uh, rendition. Like it's none yeah. of it. Like it's not like why the fuck do we need artist rendition when we got you know the telescopes, cameras. Yeah. Take, take yeah. your iPhone up there. Take a good picture. Like what the fuck? We're spending fucking you know sixty billion dollars a year to NASA for Looney Tunes bullshit. And it's like, what? I I just don't, I don't see, I mean, the, the only explanation is like, if space travel is real is they're feeding us a bunch of bullshit PR, like just to keep us happy while they have us, all that money really gets funneled into dark projects, like classified shit well, that they're they really do, doing like, their cool whole argument with. for it is, is like, they do like a whole space program for kids. And like, that's like a big sell point. And they're educating like kids about space <laughs> yeah. and all that. But just think about this. Like, think about trying One to sell someone on One day you'll be able to fake all this shit too, kid. <laughs> think about selling someone on the idea of NASA. Like, actually, you take a bunch of Nazi scientists who torture human beings, whatever, whether yeah. you agree, whatever the number it is or not, whatever happened. Like, they've proven tortured human beings and flew over to America. And they're like, here's government funding. 
And now we're going to let you do whatever you want for our government, pretty much. And now 20, like, what is it? Like 50, 70 years later, we're still funding them, trying to sell someone on that idea. Like when World War II is happening or before World War II, or like explaining someone who fought the Nazis, like this is something we give money to. Like, this is something we support. Like, this is something where we funnel billions of dollars into. And I think both are happening at the same time. I think that, yes, space exploration and varying degrees of that, depending on your what you believe is actually out there, fine. I believe that some of that money does get spent for that. But at the same time, when you hear anything with military technology, space age technology, whatever, that's at the cutting edge of what we know. It came typically from NASA, right? Yeah. That is a carte blanche operation that is operating in plain sight for the world to see but it can also work on anything they want at various levels of secrecy, government-funded, blank check shit. Private entity. Oh, yeah. So, absolutely, that's what's working on the dark matter shit. thousand percent. I don't think we can get to any of the planets physically, dude. Um, I might sound a little bit hippie-ish on that, but, like, I think that, like, all right, so I'm, I'm like not somebody... Yeah, I'm not... I, I don't know how I feel about all the astrology stuff out there, but I definitely think that there's some kind of energies that are coming off of each one of whatever you want to call them stars or planets or just fucking lights in the sky there's certain energies that are coming off of those and uh you know maybe it maybe it sets up our life path and maybe it's you know gonna tell us who we're gonna be with you know next year or whatever but also i don't think that uh i don't think that those are actual physical fucking places that we can go to so you don't believe that humans possibly with the science walk on mars I think that the only way we're going to do that is with VR goggles. I will tell you I this. I know that Mars Rover was in fucking Arizona, dude. That's for goddamn sure. That footage was shot in Arizona with like an orange tint. Well, yes. if what they found on Mars, and this is if you believe the reports, and if you believe that there is actually a rover and shit on Mars, big subreddit there, but if you believe what they say, I will say this much. Whoever gets to Mars first will pretty much control space travel for humans from that point forward. Because oh, once sure. they found... Once they found crystallized methanol on the surface of Mars, all they have to do is build a refining station there, which is not hard to build at all. And they could have refined fuel source right there with no gravity to have to break through to get to other shit. So that's why Elon Musk is in a hard push for Mars because he wants to monopolize that market for future space exploration. That's pretty fucked up. Dude, Elon can't even get to the moon, though, bro. You'd think he'd at least start with that. I'm just saying that's the end goal. Whoever gets to Mars first is going to hundred percent everything else. Yeah, it's not out of it, it's not an extreme to say it's not to pretty much colonize, but it is to mon- monopolize like in space yeah. travel and space exploration, whatever you want to call it, or colonization or building like just a society out there, economy. Think of an explorer going to the new world. He mm-hmm. found the goal first, so that's now his goal, right? That's Think his goal. That's yeah, much larger scale. <laughs> yeah i yeah, i like true. that idea that uh that nasa gave up like gave up on space travel a long time ago because they realized it was an empty wasteland and everything they're doing is pr and what they're really doing is pumping astronauts full of stuff even way stronger than dmt to go into deals with the intergalactic the clockwork elves and the lizard people and stuff and that's how we get the I, the blueprint technologies for the internet and all that shit came from it's because they like NASA's just sacrificing kids and talking to like interdimensional beings, and it's all um, they you know they stop your heart and you go in the meetings with the elves and shit like like with the Alex Jones shit, man. That shit blows my mind, and it makes more sense 
as to why NASA would be doing that and faking all the space shit is like a just a red herring. Dude, Absolutely. that makes so much more sense. You know that they, yeah, they're sending these astronauts on trips into space. It's just not in a rocket. They're, they're not the space we're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. somewhere, and they're pumping them full of intravenous it's like a DMT, DMT trials. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you guys, I know you guys are on the East Coast, so we will let you go for now. But we we got to do this again—a cult of conspiracy roundtable—and we'll have a uh, you know more topics or something next time too. Yeah, you guys Before are very informative. Well, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you so much, you guys. Uh, you guys are yeah, sure. Uh, tell us where yeah, we can find you guys. Hold on, uh, we, we are on uh, we're on Rockfin. So if you go to rockfin.com slash cult of conspiracy, we're on there. Um, you we are uh, across all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, all the things. Um, we're also on Instagram and TikTok are our two places that uh, we reply back to everybody the most common. That's all at cult of conspiracy podcast. We also got a Facebook presence and uh what else what was that, the other that's one? it that's it yeah. okay called the conspiracy perfect. podcast that's that's how you find us on everything yeah i'm gonna awesome. check you guys chris. out i've really enjoyed talking to you good shit uh, man. chris i already know yours shitmyass.com you can find everything that's the one. there yeah and barbs is on tiktok at barbs versus the world do they do at on tiktok is it like an yeah app thing? just at yeah okay. at tiktok and on my youtube channel same thing barbs versus the world um let me brainwash you into thinking you have a mental illness so awesome. that's what i that's what i do I'm, I'm a very valuable asset to the ccp clearly on their platform i don't need to be brainwashed <laughs> anymore oh, you already are yeah you exactly. already are we're already there what's going on all right guys have a great night thanks uh audio listeners thanks rockfin watchers we will catch you guys next time Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.